Today's episode is sponsored by Liquid IV. I work out every week, so it's important to stay hydrated. Plus, on top of working out, I've got a three-year-old whose favorite after-meal activity is to run laps, like the little psychopath that she is. Clearly, I need all the hydration I can get. That's why I like to use Liquid IV for my workouts and just for my daily drinking. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients. With three times the electrolytes of leading sports drinks, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick, it's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. And I mean, yeah, vitamins and electrolytes are nice and all, but what about taste? They've got white peach, green grape, raspberry melon, and my favorite, lemon lime. Tastes great to me. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration with Liquid IV. Get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use code R slash at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code R slash at liquidiv.com. Welcome to R slash Malicious Compliance, where an entitled parent learns the lesson that just because the video is on YouTube does not mean that it's safe for kids. Our next Reddit post is from Sajaga. My brother and I are not on the best of terms. I envy people with good relationships to their siblings because being around my brother is just draining. He seems to follow two very strict rules. The first is that he's always right, even when evidence is presented against him. I swear, the guy has developed immunity to logic and reason. The second rule he follows is that I am always wrong. Whatever I say, he has to argue against. It's obnoxious. Luckily, we no longer live in the same country, so we see each other at most two times a year, which is barely tolerable. I recently traveled to my parents to celebrate Christmas, and so had my brother, his wife, and his two kids, maybe like two and five years old. We're all staying in my parents' house, and as you can imagine, it's rather crowded, and the noise level far exceeds that of what I'm used to. One morning, I wake up at around 8 a.m. My brother and his kids are already awake and eating breakfast. I decide to browse Reddit on my phone for an hour just to avoid more interaction than I have to. When I finally decide to leave bed and have breakfast, my brother and his family have moved into the TV room. The TV is on and they're watching cartoons on YouTube. I make myself a sandwich and join them. My brother hands me the remote and says, Just put on whatever the five-year-old is pointing at. I need to go to the bathroom. Okay, I can do that. Unlike his father, the five-year-old is actually pretty cool to be around. We browse child-friendly YouTube videos, eventually settling on Barney the Purple Dinosaur. By this point, my brother's returned. Eventually, the video ends and related videos pop up. The kid is pointing at a video called Scientifically Accurate, Barney the Purple Dinosaur. I've been browsing enough internet to know that this is not a child-friendly video. As a quick sidetrack, for those who don't know, the video is basically about a cartoon dinosaur eating a bunch of kids. So it's pretty bloody, gory, and horrific, honestly. The conversation goes as follow. Uncle, please put that one on. I don't think that's a good idea. How about another one? But I want to see that one. I... My brother interrupts me. Put that one on. He wants to see it. I really don't... Put it on. Trust me, it's... For God's sake, just put it on. Alright, but this one's on you. I mentally prepare myself for the oncoming disaster as I place the remote on the table. Not more than 15 seconds into the video, the first images of cartoon gore is displayed. The two-year-old starts crying. 
the maternal instincts of my brother's wife kicks in and she starts yelling at my brother to turn it off. By this point, the video has reached the point where kids are starting to get killed. My brother finally manages to turn the video off. The 4-5 to five year old kid, having seen forbidden content, is now throwing a tantrum over not getting to see the entire video. My brother's wife does her best to comfort the two-year-old, but she's crying her eyes out. Meanwhile, my brother is trying to end the tantrum of the other one. Despite the mayhem, all I can feel is total inner peace. Never has utter chaos been so satisfying. Finally, my brother turns to me and says, Why would you put on that garbage? In a calm voice, I simply reply, Because you told me to. But you knew what it was. And you didn't listen when I tried to warn you. You never tried to warn me! <sighs> I sigh. At this point, I just leave. There's no winning this argument. After all, he's always right, even when the evidence is screaming otherwise. OP, the appropriate follow-up would have been, Okay, kids, let's calm down. I know a much more child-appropriate video that we can watch. Let's watch this video on this cute, lovable bear called Freddy Fazbear! Our next Reddit post is from Cart Queen. Many years ago, we lived in a rental house in a cul-de-sac. One of our neighbors refused to interact with us because we were only renters while she owned her house. Whenever anyone parked in front of her house, she would demand they move their car because that was her parking spot. Well, one weekend, we were having a birthday party for our kid. We had to double park cars in our driveway to accommodate the extra vehicles and avoid parking in front of her house. This meant that two of our cars overlapped the sidewalk a little. We were in a cul-de-sac, and kids play in the street all the time, so it didn't block anyone from walking past. Midway through the party, we have a couple of cops show up. Our neighbor called them to complain because her daughter couldn't ride her bike on the sidewalk due to our parking. She could have easily gone around the cars, and the cops agreed that it was stupid, but technically it was illegal to park on the sidewalk, and we had to move the cars. I told them that we had issues with the neighbor when we parked in front of her house, and they said street parking is public parking and free for anyone, as long as the vehicle didn't remain there for an extended period of time. Cue malicious compliance. We moved the double parked cars to in front of her house. And from then on, we always parked at least one of our cars in front of her house, even if there was room in our driveway. And we parked it in such a way to block any other cars from parking in front of her house. Down in the comments, we have a similar story from Local Initiative. My parents used to live in a street where someone religiously policed the street parking in front of her house, being rude and aggressive, and threatening to call the cops. Then, my brother visited our parents. Our neighbor performed her usual act, and my brother calmly told her that street parking was completely legal. The neighbor threatened to call the cops on him. And then, my brother pulled out his police badge and said, Already here, ma'am. Is there anything I can help you with other than a complaint about completely legal street parking? That was the only time we ever saw her speechless. Our next Reddit post is from Colt Coon. So, Florida passed this awful bathroom law saying that people have to use the correct bathroom as listed on their birth certificates. I'm non-binary. I had some medical issues when I was young that were ignored by doctors and resulted in my reproductive organs and some intestines being removed. Then I paid to remove more stuff because why not? May as well eliminate a cancer threat. I'm not on hormone replacement therapy. I'm just generally very androgynous looking right now. 
I don't really care what pronouns people use for me, and my wife switches my pronouns based on what's funniest at the moment. At work, they told us they were enforcing the law strictly, and staff wouldn't just be disciplined, they'd get the cops called on them. Note, there is one gender-neutral bathroom in our building, in the administrator's offices. You have to be buzzed in. Once they leave the office, you have to call a facilities person to let you in, and security has to watch you. I got reported for using the wrong restroom, despite the fact that it does conform with the gender on my birth certificates. This just goes to show how messed up this law is, and how it's going to discriminate entirely based on appearance. I was told that I was reported, and I pointed out that I was following the law. I didn't get in any trouble. They said that I need to be mindful of what others perceive. Cue malicious compliance. I have exclusively started using the admin restroom, wasting multiple people's time. I press the buzzer and make someone let me in. I already lodged a complaint about the time that it took someone to answer and how withholding access to a bathroom could be an OSHA violation. I make sure to go after admin hours so security and facilities have to come up and report it. I plan to complain anytime I wait more than five minutes for them to arrive. Whenever we close and I'm working the floor, I say that I can't clean any of the restrooms, so the manager on duty has to find another person to stop their closing duties to do that. Because I helpfully remind them that one manager can't check both bathrooms or we'd have to call the cops on them. Many of my coworkers are enjoying this. It helps that we're now getting 15 minutes of overtime because of this. After confronting me on why I'm using the admin's bathroom, a member of admin said that they're now looking into how they can change our existing bathrooms to be gender neutral. I said, great, but I'm still going to use your bathroom until then. Some other coworkers have said that they're doing the same. It's still a stupid law, but with enough annoyance, I may be able to at least change our district. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Our next Reddit post is from Whatever Bro. I work at a sucky fast food place, and because I'm so young, sadly, I can't get a different job yet. A couple of days ago, I was throwing up a lot. I had a shift to work from 5 to 12, and I'd already called out this month. I called my boss telling him that I couldn't come in because I was throwing up. His exact words were, We have plenty of trash cans and a bathroom. See you at 5. Then he hung up. I was very mad, but also, I'm a very petty person, so I thought, okay, bet, and I went to work. I was obviously not feeling well, and everyone could tell when I got there. My boss put me on the line making food and told me to push through it. I worked for about 30 minutes before I started getting nauseous. I waited until right before I was about to puke, ran to my boss hunched over, and threw up right on his shoes. Multiple customers saw this and started gagging. I looked up to my boss, smiled, and said, I couldn't make it to the trash can. Sorry. Let's just say that he allowed me to go home. Oh man, that is disgusting. Do you guys know the story of Typhoid Mary? I mean, you've probably heard the name. Typhoid Mary is a pretty famous person, but her story is so bad. 
it's double bad. There's a twist ending. Okay, let me just tell you guys. So Typhoid Mary had typhoid, but she was an asymptomatic carrier, which means even though she had the disease, she had no symptoms. And if you don't know, typhoid is a pretty nasty illness. If you get it, you could straight up die. Typhoid Mary worked as a maid slash cook for a bunch of rich people. And after she started working, a bunch of rich people and family members and even servants of these rich people started getting sick. And some of them literally died from typhoid. Eventually, someone hired an investigator to figure out why all these people were getting typhoid. And he traced the origin back to Typhoid Mary. He approached her and was like, hey, look, you're the common link. I'm pretty sure you're giving everyone typhoid. So let's take you to the hospital and figure out what's going on. And she's like, no, she threatened him with a knife. So eventually this investigator just escalated the situation and got her actually arrested, taken to the hospital. And that's when people discovered that you can have typhoid and not have symptoms like typhoid Mary. So they explained to Mary, okay, look, you've got typhoid. You're giving people typhoid. You cannot work with food anymore. So after her quarantine, she was released, and you want to guess what she did after she was quarantined? She changed her name and became a cook. <laughs> you want to know what happened after that? She kept changing her name and changing her jobs and continued working as a cook to avoid the investigators and the authorities who were trying to track her down. She even, oh my, this is so bad. She even worked at a hospital where she got 25 people sick and two people died. That led the investigators to find her, and they arrested her a second time. And you guys ready for the plot twist, the horrible twist ending of this story? Do you know how typhoid is spread? It's not by coughing. It's not by skin-to-skin -skin contact. It's not by blood. No, it's passed along through diarrhea. So that means the way this woman infected people was by taking a radioactive dump that was full of disease, not washing her hands, and then cooking and serving people poopy food. So, uh, <laughs> oh man, it's so bad. That's where the term Typhoid Mary comes from. And I feel like it's a very well-earned name. If you're going around killing people with your poop food, then you deserve a name like Typhoid Mary. Our next Reddit post is from Renaissance Fartist. I used to work in a training center for a Fortune 500 company. When class wasn't in session, the building normally only had four people in it. Me, the boss, and two trainers. I called in sick two days in a row because I had a nasty lung infection. On the second day, my boss starts ranting at me about how kids these days have no discipline. And I haven't taken a sick day in over nine years. I tried asking if he wanted me to get a doctor's note, but he was pretty adamant about me coming in the next day. He said that he can decide if I'm actually sick and that he can send me home. I was one of the few women working in that section of the company and less than half of everyone else's age, so I felt like arguing with him about it was a bad idea. The next morning, I decided to not pump myself full of cold meds and just go in raw-dogging life. As soon as I walk in the door, the trainers look at me and I say, I'm very sick. Might want to give me a wide berth. They looked at me wide-eyed, nodded, and went to a different section of the building. The boss hears me coughing so hard. I'm having to do that gasp for air like I just emerged from the depths. He walks in and goes, oh, you really are sick. You should go home. But I don't understand how you got this sick. I haven't taken a sick day in nine years. So I drive home and come back in the next day. The trainers look at me and say, what the hell are you doing here? I say, the boss said that if I'm actually sick, he can send me home. 
they just laughed and avoided my section of the building. The boss once again hears me coughing and gasping for air and comes in to dismiss me. This time, he tells me that he doesn't need more proof. I can come back when I feel better. Four days later, Mr. I haven't taken a sick day in nine years was sick with some nasty lung nonsense and was out for a week. If only he had more discipline. OP, did your boss just call out sick? Surely he drove into work and went to his manager for confirmation that he was sick, right? Man, what a hypocrite. That was r slash malicious compliance. And if you like this content, be sure to follow my podcast because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day.